When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, everybody. It's Mike Hancock here, and welcome to our Lifestyle Entrepreneur Summit. And we've got a good friend starting to become an old friend of mine now because it's been a number of years since I've known this guy, Dr. Dragos. Hi, Dragos. How are you doing? Hi, Mike. It's fabulous to see you again. I'm doing great. I'm saying hello to you from Hawaii. Yeah, of course, you've been all over the world just like me. And, um, you know, I want people to understand uh, who you are a little bit and the journey that you've been on because I just think it's so inspirational for anybody wanting to live the life of their dreams because in the last few years, um, I've definitely seen you do that. Now, for those of you that haven't come across Dragos before, um, his accent is from Romania. Actually, it's a beautiful country. I love Romania. And um, I, you know, I haven't been there in a couple of years, but I, I've got very fond memories of Romania. But Romania doesn't have the best economy in the world. And from memory, the average income is probably around 400 US dollar a month. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dragos. So, so tell, right. us, yeah, tell us what you were doing there and then how you were able to get out of there and then what happened as you, because you've had big dreams your whole life and you, you've done amazing things and you've done them with really no help from too many people and, and just taking the bit between your teeth. And that's one of the things I really respect you for. So let's, let's get into Romania and your life there. Right. So um, the story goes back about 30 years ago. I was born in Romania during the last years of communism. And I don't know if you know anything about communism, but times were extremely difficult back then. Just to give you a few examples, um, my grandparents had to wake up at 3 or 4 a.m. every morning and stay in line to get, uh, to get some bread or milk because at 7 a.m. everything was gone. So you didn't find any food on the shelves. I only saw oranges for Christmas. Every wow. single meal, my parents were telling me, look, like, you know how expensive food is, you have to eat everything. So... And even the line, give us our daily bread, you know, have had, uh, had a literal meaning. Because we had food stamps given by the Communist Party. And I think half a loaf of bread each day was the, like the daily ratio for, for a family. Wow. So obviously, I grew, up, I grew up with a huge poverty consciousness in, in this regard. Anyway, times changed as I grew up. I went to university in Bucharest. I was... My dream was to become a musician, but I was pushed by the environment to actually to go to engineering school because it was the safest way into life. That's what everybody believed. Even though I'm a horrible engineer, I mean, you, I wouldn't be on a plane serviced by me. <laughs> and uh, Lucky you don't do anyway, that. Anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't do that. So I finished, uh, I lived for five years with $100 a month. This was my, my, day, my monthly allowance. This is what my parents could, could give me, just $100 a month. And I learned really early, when I was about 18 or 20, that life, everything that happens in this world and in this life happens for you. Mm -hmm. 
you don't when you go through the dark times to the dark patch you don't see it but everything that happens to you happens for you so i i ended up in a terrible relationship with a girl i moved in with her and all hell broke loose meaning that we were fighting i couldn't come home for you know i was just any single second i could not be home i would i would be away wow. so I couldn't afford to start drinking. So what I've done is I, I took refuge from my relationship in bookstores because in bookstores, I couldn't afford to buy the books, but my luck was that I, I was able to actually read them for free there because the bookstores had couches. I could go lie on a couch, take any book and just spend hours and hours without buying and just reading. So I spent probably one year reading every day so had I had the money to get drunk, probably I would have, but I didn't. So I just found whatever I could to cope up with the, you know, with the pain. So I ended up in bookstores and I read everything that's not, that's, that was in the nonfiction section. If you think about from ancient traditions to spiritual books, all the way to entrepreneurship, marketing, leadership in today's, uh, in today's world. And all the books are there to empower you. And all the books were saying, if you have a dream, you can make it a reality. So I thought, you know what, why don't, it doesn't seem to say that, you know, you can make your dreams a reality, except if you're from Romania, right? <laughs> Nobody said that. Nobody so said I said, that. why don't, yeah. So I, I thought, you know, my greatest dream and my honest to God dream at that time, I was 24 years old, was to travel to the North and the South Pole. So I was living with $100 a month. If you Google how much is an expedition to the North Pole and the South Pole. It's a lot. I would have, yeah, it's, it's, I think today it's probably more than buying an apartment in a, in a capital city in Romania, in Bucharest. It's probably more. Yeah. So what I've done is I spent one year, every single day and every single night trying to figure out how do I do this? Like, who are the people do I need to contact? What can I offer them? You know, what chances do I have to take? Where do I get the money? I realized it's not, the, it's never, it's never, it's never about the money. Because money itself is, is, doesn't mean anything. Because what you want to do with the money is what really matters, right? Yep. But, but what you want to do, you don't really need the money to do it. You can bypass the money you can, if you just go and ask with the mindset of this is the honest to God truth about who I am. This is what I want. This is what I can give you. Are you willing to offer this to me? So it took me about eight months to, to find out a company on the other side of the world for me in South America that said, okay, we'd love to take you on board to take you to the South Pole. So that's, that's how I ended up going to the South Pole. My, my, the journey is absolutely crazy because every single piece of the puzzle the boat then having the equipment to be able to serve them with what i promised it it came the puzzle came since the from the last piece to the first piece which was the flight i remember even now that a week before i was supposed to uh, to be in argentina to take the boat from there and go south i didn't have a plane ticket and i was depressed in my office in, in romania wondering what the hell do i do because at that time, and even now, I wasn't, and I'm not an enlightened master thinking, you know, I have the faith, everything will come. Yeah. It's, it's painful. It's, you know, you lose faith, you know, you're, you're, 
emotionally bleeding along the way and it's difficult. Mm. And I went to the South Pole, I went to the North Pole. My, my entire story is, um, I have it on my website in a book called Sleepers, a little book on how to find hope, meaning and the courage to fall in love with your dreams. And from there on, I, I, th I came back thinking, if I can do this, starting from nothing. In a, I was born in a small town in the middle of Romania that if I say the name, nobody knows it. If I can do this, starting from this small town, what else can I do? And just imagine what everybody in this world can do. Yeah, it's amazing. Right? I love your story. It's so, an amazing story. And from there, I went on. Yeah. I, I, did, uh, I did a PhD in aerospace. So I went from being a, a terrible engineer to actually having a doctoral degree in, uh, in aerospace engineering. So I spent five years writing, writing software for satellites, for satellite intelligence. For so commercial technically, and military. You're, you're a bad engineer, but you're a good rocket scientist. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> and um, then I worked in New Zealand for one year. I was the head of, uh, of, of, of the space division of a company. And I ended up, after one year in, uh, in this company, saying, look, I, I'm almost, I was 28 then. I said, I'm, I'm, al I'm almost 30 years old. I have done all my life everything that I was supposed to do. But now, you know, fuck it, I have to live my own life, not, not the voices of my relatives and of my past. Yep. So I, I started the journey. My first project in doing this work, basically my work is about teaching, empowering people around the world on how to make their dreams a reality if they start with nothing. Because I have, I, just to give you another example, I have a friend who was at the lowest point of his life. So he lost, he didn't, he, so first of all, his parents had died many years ago. He was on drugs most of his life. He was depressed. He was sleeping in a, like a, in a deserted house without any, any heating. Wow. And I managed to actually help him to, to not to change his life, but to actually show him the way of how to rethink the story that he's telling himself about his life. Because all of us have something to give. Yeah. There's, there's a story, there's a talent, there's a, there's a contribution that we can make regardless how big or small it is. And I don't care if you're in, a kid in Sri Lanka. I met a guy in Sri Lanka. Uh, he was 16 years old. He was building drones. Wow. You know, cool. he, couldn't, he, he, couldn't, he couldn't afford to come into, into my seminar, but he was building drones. Hmm. So I let him in, and it was fabulous. So everybody has something to give. But the story that we tell ourselves is the bridge between what's on the inside and our potential and what we achieve on the outside. Like for example, when you say, I am afraid or I am nobody. My first project in, uh, in this work was the Amazing You film, the Amazing You movie. I, I had the idea, okay, I am nothing, but I am nothing doesn't really mean anything. It's what's underneath I am nothing that actually matters. Because you can say I am nothing, so I will stop, you know, I am nothing. Or I am nothing, so I have to build myself super credibility so that anybody in this world that I talk to can actually believe me. Yeah, that's true. Now, Dragos, just before we hear that story, I want to just let everybody know 
that your film, The Amazing You, has incredible people in it. You've showcased it all around the world, and I'd love you to talk a bit about your journey of doing that because when we launched our film in 2010, I think I did 29 red carpet events in 55 days. I know I, I saw you everywhere. You were everywhere with it, and you, you did yeah. it with again with virtually nothing so this this is the person guys and girls listening to this who um never takes no for an answer and i always say to say to my friends and people who ask i say if i want to do something i'll never not try and do it you know i'll always try and do it and dragos you're really one of those people as well so let's hear about the amazing you all right um, before I start the story, I want to tell you one thing that's really, I think that I found really, really important. So when I started doing this movie, um, I wanted to ask the question, how do you make your dreams a reality? But not from new age gurus, not from, you know, somebody sitting on a, under a tree all his life. I interviewed NASA legends the people who built Hubble Space, Hubble Space Telescope, the most famous satellite in history, the guys who put robots on Mars. I interviewed rock stars, uh, entrepreneurs from Silicon Valley. I wanted to talk to guys who actually did something really practical in this world. Yeah. So it's not just writing about stuff that you hear. It's really doing the work and really changing something real, you know, in this world. Yeah. And... Um, because like most people in living in our society, I am, I'm a big skeptical about a lot of stuff. So I wanted to see it, you know, hands-on. And I didn't start with, with too much. I just had money to fly my friend and myself to, to the US from Romania. And then I came back and that was the whole budget for the movie. <laughs> and I've learned two incredibly important things in this process. And I would like to share them, to share them with you and with your audience. First of all is um, when you commit yourself to doing something that you really love, you will have to cross through, through a period of time which I called the desert. Basically, entrepreneurs in Silicon Valley call it the dark patch. Mm -hmm. Seth Godin calls it the, the deep. Other authors call it um, going through the river. My experience was going through the desert. So there's a period between if you, if you start from here and you want to go here, the road is not linear. It goes down first. And in this part is the darkest part of the journey, the desert, is where most people stop. And this yes. part of the, of the journey is designed to stop those who are not willing to pay the price. You know, if you want to be a CEO of a company, you have to pay the price for many, many years. If you want to have your own company, you might be called to lose everything in the process. In making this movie, I lost all my money. I lost my best friends. I realized that my friends were actually not really my closest friends. You, you learn this, you know, when you change something in your life, when you, yeah. when you change the parameters, you learn who stays on the wagon and who, who falls off. Uh, I lost my girlfriend. It, the situation got so low. So imagine this. I was making a project to empower others to live their dreams. And I, I found myself in the situation where I didn't have money to buy myself boots for winter. So I was running around in winters in sneakers because every single income I was putting in the movie. Yep. 
and, and I asked a friend, what the hell is happening? Because, I mean, I'm doing this work to help people around the world, and it's incredibly painful, and I lost everything in my life. And he asked me, why do you do this work? I said, because I really believe, you know, from my expeditions to Antarctica, from other projects I had, I really believe that if you have a dream, regardless of where you start, you can make it happen. And then he said, do you want to be a cover band? He was a musician. So do you want to be a cover band? It's a or great do you want question. To be, I get it. I totally get it. Or do you, or do you want to be authentic and real? I, I didn't get it at the time. And, and I said, you know, of course, I want to be authentic. Well, if you want to be authentic, and if you don't want to become a speaker who speaks from books or from what he reads on of the internet, you have to prove in your own life what you want to teach others. How can you teach others? I mean, how do you dare to even try to teach others if you yourself fail with your own project? Yeah. You know, how can you teach about abundance if you have no money? How can you teach about health if you're ill? You know? Exactly. So yeah. if you if you want, you have to prove it in your own life. And I think if you're a, if you're a coach in this world, I think you better have the results before trying to help others. Because I've met somebody from, for example, on my journeys who said, I, I want to help other people, you know, not have so much fear anymore, but so I, why don't you do it? Because I'm afraid of traveling, I'm afraid of, like, how can you help others not be afraid when you yourself are afraid? Yeah, that's the number one. So you have to become the evidence and the fruit and the result of your own teaching. That's the first thing. So this is why I don't teach positive thinking or anything, because I know it's hard, it's painful, Yep. And the, the second teaching that I got is, um, is the only way to be able to make it is to have the courage to live your truth. And you have to live your truth because, first of all, we cannot make anything happen if or find meaning in life or find purpose if we build on a lie. Right? Very true. And it sounds like it's so easy when, in fact, it's the most difficult thing to do in this world. Yeah. First of all, it's because the mind adapts itself to all the social forces that we see around us. The mind adapts itself to the social context. The mind adapts itself to, uh, it's called social proof. Basically, we, we think that we decide when, in fact, we, our brain is just feeding us the information that we see around us. Yep. Basically, we just copy what the others are doing. And for those who think that this doesn't happen to, uh, to, to them, let me give you an example. There was an, uh, there was an air crash in uh, Arkansas in 1999. An American Airlines flight um, flew through a severe storm. The pilots could not see the runway. They tried to land, but they just went down in the dark. They finally hit the, uh, hit the runway when it was too late. They forgot to brake, and they went off the runway and, uh, and hit a steel walkway, killing 11 people in the, in, uh, in the incident. And after this incident, NASA and MIT did a study on 2,000 airplanes, asking the question, why do pilots fly into severe storms, even if they know beyond any doubt they are not allowed to fly, and if they fly, they risk their lives and the lives of of the passengers 
what do you think the study showed? So 2,000 planes, 66%, that's two out of three pilots, flew into a severe storm and risked the lives of their, of their, uh, of, of their lives and of the passengers simply because the pilot and the plane in front of them did the did same thing. Exactly. Sheeple. Yeah. So Everybody is a sheeple. Yeah, I call it the process, I call the process sheeping. It's an, it's an unconscious process of the mind that adapts to what others are doing. Yeah. So in moments of uncertainty, when you're not sure what is the right thing to do, you just look at others and you copy and you mimic the behaviors. Now think about when you have a startup, when you want to be an entrepreneur and you know, maybe live from an, work from a beach or travel the world. Or, is, the, is the uncertainty high? because you have no clue what, what you're doing, the uncertainty is really high. When the uncertainty is high and you have no clue what you're doing, you look at, at what others are doing. What are the others doing? Going to a job they, mostly, they, they usually hate, right? Absolutely, yeah. So we basically just adapt. And this is why living your truth is so incredibly difficult. And, uh, this is external. It's like the socialist. Second dream is when you're trying to use to think what really is my purpose in this world. If my life would end in this moment, fulfilled with what I have achieved so far, or what regrets do I have about my life? And how can I live from now on without accumulating more and more regrets? Or if you come back to live in the future another lifetime, let's say you, your soul comes back in a hundred years to live again, what contribution do you want to make today to make sure that yourself in the future will have the benefit of your contribution today? A very right? good question. These are something, some of the questions that um, are, I think are really helpful for somebody to clear up really what is the truth all about there's a major problem in one of the uh, one of the manuscripts from the dead sea jesus said the path to freedom and the path to truth goes first through the depth of anguish and think about it every time you have a problem in your life the reason you have the problem is because you haven't acknowledged the situation Yep, it's true. There's some, we try to, to, to say or to rationalize away our problems. We try to maybe delay them or because we are scared of fully embodying and accepting the uncomfortable reality that we have to face in the moment. That's deep. You know? <laughs> but you're right. So you're right. from point A to point B, you are going to go through through a scary moment, you know, through the valley of, of anguish, through the valley of fear. And that's fine because once you embrace the fear, you actually, you grow because you, you overcame a huge obstacle, not because of something that's in the environment, but simply because you overcame the fear that you're carrying within yourself. So what, what happened with you and and the film so you obviously needed oh, money right. to even showcase the film and 
and travel and everything, but basically you ran out of money on, on the project. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell you the story. So I took my best friend. I went to the US with all the money I've got. I, I did a tour in in a few in a few states to film the interviews, and I came back that broke, and I was having this laptop and a bunch of materials of filmed materials on a hard drive. That was it. Yep. And I spent so things began to fall apart. Like uh, as I told you, I no more money was coming in. Uh, I broke up with my girlfriend and the most painful thing was when my best friends came and said like who the hell do you think you are to be in the movie we don't want you here because you're you're a nobody you know you're not a NASA legend you're not a rock star and that was the most sad thing for for the, from the whole process wow. and I I basically I was I remember even today I was alone in the middle of winter it it was incredibly cold it was freezing and snowing and i was on a bench in a park because i couldn't afford to go and have a have a have a coffee somewhere and i thought what can i do from now on if if everybody goes away from the project which actually happened because i said i'm going to do it without you what do i need so obviously you, you need videos to have you no know, illustrations with people and to, to have any yep. For the film, you need somebody to do your sound design. You need somebody to. Um, you need a lot of things to be able to finish a, a project like this. And I realized, I don't usually the, the, the common thinking is let's do a crowdfunding, and hopefully they will give you money, and with the money you buy what you need. Yeah. But again, it's not about the money. So, the reality was. I didn't need the money. I need I needed the music. I needed the videos, and I needed somebody to work on the editing, and to work on the sound design. Not the money. The money is just the means to get to the end. So I just went online, and I asked I asked over thirty filmmakers from around the world, just going on the webs on websites and on Vimeo, looking through the videos and saying, "I'm doing this movie. Are you willing to give this for free?" for my project and I will I promise when the movie comes out I will I will acknowledge your name in any part of the world I'm going to go with this movie I didn't believe it it it's going to work however 99% of the people I asked said yes wow. from Alaska North America Europe Australia New Zealand literally people of every continent gave away their best footage for my film that's amazing and you know what it's remember been such a, it's been such a no, no, let, let, in your let life yeah please continue let, um, remember what i said that life happens for you in the beginning well if you look at most movies online what you see is the same pattern over and over because they have a budget they go online they buck they buy stock videos yep the stock videos are obviously they are the same and they, all movies are the same my movie the amazing you is unique because i didn't have the money to buy the stock footage yeah i got better quality for no cost and i'm really happy because i think everybody who made a contribution to my film i think the universe provided something back for them manifold mm. now I did the same with music. I met a friend of a friend who owned 
a music company and I asked him, look, I cannot afford to buy to buy the music, but I'm doing this project to actually help people make their dreams a reality. Are you willing to give the music for free? And he said, yes. Then, um, then all the editing, I learned how to do it myself. You know, I thought I don't need computers and studios and stuff. I can just use my, my, my MacBook here and, and do the work. And Takes a long time. I had, <laughs> it took me about three months from, from when I sat down, writing down, you know, with a pen and a, and a paper, to the moment when I put out the movie. Yeah. I had a panic attack, a panic attack, uh, attack the night when I, when I re released the movie. But here's the thing. After, after three months since I released the film, it became avail available in 15 languages. Wow. Simply by simply volunteers who saw how powerful the information is, they said, I want to offer this to my country. 15 languages in three months. Now it's available in 20 languages. And I'm still waiting for translations from around the world. Um, we got invited to, we did a tour in Japan, a tour in the US, in, in five states in the US with the film it received, we've been to Sri Lanka, to New Zealand, to Australia, no, no not Australia, to, uh, to parts of Asia and many countries in Europe, showing the film, uh, people who wanted to offer it to their communities, to their countries. It, it got the Global Award for Education and Social Change in LA. Yeah, I saw that, that was and great, congratulations. So all of this happened literally by having money to fly to the US, with a friend and coming back and then going through all these dark patches, actually proving in my own life, you know, what's in the movie. So the reason I know it works is because I've been through it the hard way. So it's not about, you know, hoping or dreaming, it's about really doing the hard work. But it's a combination of everything because this has been a, a real pattern in your life, Dragos, because it's the same story as, you know, you're connecting and it's a story of connection because you connected with people and somebody stepped up and you got a trip to the South Pole, then the North Pole, and then you mm. connected more so and you got friends and relationships. Even how we met each other was the, on the basis of you connecting with me and, you know, you... You do it in such a way, you've got a really good way of connecting with people and, and you don't allow people to put you off. And I think this is a real skill set as well. So why are you choosing to live in a Hawaii at the moment? Let's change track on that one. Why are you choosing Hawaii? Well, I, I want first to take the first part of what you said. And, uh, and I think, to be honest with you, I've, I've never studied like human skills or how to, you know, what you just said. But doing, a, doing five years of work in aerospace, looking at so many images of the Earth, I've got to learn one thing, that if you look at the globe, you see that we are all together on this spaceship that travels through the universe. So we show up here, we spend 100 years, and then we go back home. But if you look at the Earth from space, you see that there is nobody here but us. 
Yep. You know how people say, you know, have you seen what happened there? Have you seen what happened there? Nothing really happens. We just do it to one another. So I understood that there's nobody here but us. There's nobody going to come to save us from, from space. So I deeply, deeply care about, about the other individual. So I don't think it's a matter of, of, of learning skills because I know the whole self-help industry is growing about, uh, around how to, how to grow your skills, you know, how to speak, how to stand, how to communicate and so on. But I think if you really deeply come from the heart and you, you really care, mm. all the tools come naturally. You know? Yep, I agree. Yep, tell us. Because if you honestly don't care, all this, you, you know, is going to be built on a lie anyway. Yep. So why, how, uh, no, Hawaii is just a stopover for me for, uh, I've been here for three months. Half of my book, I have a book coming out in, uh, in 2018. So half of my book was written in New Mexico and half of my book was written uh, in Hawaii. So I came here to finish the book. You really I'm staying with a friend. I love parts of the states. My favorite part is uh, is New Mexico, Arizona. I love the desert. Mm. I don't do well with the with tropical regions, so my favorite are like desert and, uh, and but Hawaii is a bit different. But as you know well, my my favorite part of this world is New Zealand. That's my spiritual home. Yeah. So I just no, I travel now now I got to a point where um I'm beginning to trust more the will of the divine than my own uh, wishes and desires. So I just go where, uh, you know, doing doing the divine will is probably the most difficult thing in the world. It is. Because doing the divine will simply means living in love every moment. And you know, it's, it's difficult to live in love and faith and trust every moment. Mm. So, but the journey is extremely, extremely fulfilling because basically you're just flowing with a with a flow of love and not going against it. Yeah, I have a I have a good friend, Hillary Carter, wrote a book, The Eleven Eleven Code, Dragos, and she explains it like this because she totally lives her life like that. She said that when she gave up to living her life the divine way, um, yeah. she had to realize that. There was Hillary the ego and Hillary the soul. And sometimes right. Hillary the ego didn't want to do what Hillary the soul needed to do, so she had to always give up the ego and follow the soul or else she wasn't being true to herself, which has led her on the most incredibly amazing journeys around the planet and into some really weird and wacky situations that she fills her mm. books with. But the beauty is that she sells books all over the world because a weird and wacky situation she ends herself up into, um, you know, is, is very readable for people. I remember in her second book, I think, um, she came to Mexico with us at Rock Your Life and then she decided she would travel the 11th meridian of the world because she follows the number 11 and started in Medicine Hat in Canada <laughs> where, where a good friend of mine, Corey, uh, Herter is, is from, and uh, followed the 11th meridian all the way down basically to the Gulf of Mexico and the people she came across in the stories and what she learnt and things like that 
You know, you just couldn't do that if you planned any sort of road trip. It just had to be this divine thing. So I definitely understand, um, you know, the the living your life that way. And it's, it's interesting that you're doing that because not too many people um, have the guts to do that because they're so caught up in their stuff and what they, their ego wants to do. And you know how... There's a big conversation nowadays around the world on, on anxiety, on depression. And one of the most powerful things I've learned in this journey is that there's a massive difference between pain and suffering. Yeah. You know, if you look, if you look in the dictionary, they seem to be the same. But in fact, in fact, they are poles apart. They are opposite to each other. Mm. Uh, let me explain. First of all... All of us know deep in our hearts what we want to do. Because if you answer the question, what is my purpose? Am I really fulfilled with my life? What regrets do I have? Your heart will give your mind the answers. So you will, find, you will figure out the truth. So through the, the flow and the need to create flows through each one of us. Basically, the soul doesn't want to be happy, doesn't want to have insurance. The soul only cares about being expressed and expand and express itself through love as love in the world so it this actually flows through us scientists have coined the term flow without actually realizing that it's it's, it's flow because actually it's flowing through you yep. now when your subconscious beliefs when your ego when your mind when your social environment blocks the will of your soul trying to express in the world you fall into pain because you literally you, you, you literally have the mind standing up against the divine flowing through you and what else can you feel but pain but fear when this tiny little instrument goes against the divine flow of creation right yep so think about just a clear example, you know, uh, I have a friend who is working in a corporation and her dream is to open up a restaurant. Every time she thinks about, and she, she, she thinks about the restaurant, her heart fills with joy. The soul is expressing itself. The moment she, she thinks about the restaurant, she, she also begins to think about, yeah, but what would my family think if this doesn't work? I don't have what I need. You know, all the symphony of excuses that we that play in our heads. In that moment, you block the flow, and that's when anxiety and pain begin to show. Because the will goes one way, the mind and the behaviors goes, go against uh, the yeah. other way. So this is what Jesus meant when he said, a house divided against itself cannot stand, and a kingdom div divided against itself will be destroyed. Because mind against heart will against behavior will always destroy an individual pain shows up when you block the flow however when you acknowledge the flow you say this is my dream this is the contribution i want to make in this world you might your soul is starting to express however you might have you know roadblocks and issues along the way but they will show up as nothing more than suffering Mm -hmm. And suf suffering is, is nothing compared to pain. Because when I was working in a corporation, I, was, I, I ended up depressed 
because I was not expressing myself. And yep. that was excruciating. When I left, when I, I started this journey, my soul was expressing, was coming out in the world, but I lost everything in the process. That was suffering. But suffering is nothing more than paying the price. You know, yeah. suffering shows up in a battle that has meaning to you. Pain shows up by running away from the battle that has meaning to you. Very good. Suffering, yeah, you know, suffering is you launching a startup on a product and people don't care about it. Pain is you not caring about your product. Yeah. And there's plenty of people like you know, that out there. There is, there is a major gap. And the thing is, when you block the soul, when you block the flow, and you feel pain, what you, what you go about doing, you go about doing drugs, alcohol, uh, games, sex, whatever, whatever will take the conscious mind away from the pain. Yeah. The reason why they seem to work is because the alcohol simply shuts down the, the part of the mind that makes you aware, you know, the prefrontal cortex. But after you wake up, you go back to square one because truth cannot be denied and the soul cannot be ignored. Very good wisdom, Dragos. Very good wisdom. Now, you talked about products, and I know that you've created some great products, and I also know that you've got one that you would like to offer everybody. So um, it's it's a very cool product because when you went backwards and forwards with me on, on something that you'd like to offer people, this one popped up for you. So let's share it. Yes. Um, so... I put everything that I had learned in the, in the last seven years of traveling around the world. Being, I've been on six continents, speaking to all these amazing people. I've put all the knowledge in a course, in an online course called Follow Your Dreams, the science-based method of making your dreams a reality anywhere you start. So the course basically has three, three main modules. The first module is to understand how the social structures, how the social forces, the invisible influence of your friends, family, community, country, actually drive your thinking. Hmm. Because you have to take control of your mind first before going into any kind of endeavor. The second part of the course is about how do you discover your purpose, what you value. I mean, how many of us wouldn't love to know from the very beginning, will my project, will my startup, will my company work or not from the first second before spending a cent? Everyone wants You'll to figure know. Out the, and I have the answer and I'm just going to share it with you. If you leave your truth from the moment, from the first moment, if you align your mind, your heart and your behaviors so basically in a in a really clear way so you you put the mind in the service of your heart not the other way around so basically you make the mind the servant of the yeah. higher self within you and then you take action it will work for sure if you have the smallest inner conflict it will not work anyway so the second module is about how do you how do you discover your truth and what the modern science is teaching about the moment you align thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, matter itself changes. There's been scientific studies done in California how thought and feeling alone change matter. So I'm, I'm showing that. 
And the last module is, um, is the leadership model of NASA, the, the module that NASA used to get results over the last 20 years. What are the key behaviors that you have to implement step by step? This is the, the, the module that I, I use in my company to see when something is not working, what parameter do I have to tweak to make sure we go onwards? So the eight key behaviors used by Fortune 500 companies and NASA for the last 20 years is the last step because behavior is the bridge between the inner world and the results. Yep. You transform mind into results, ideas into products through behaviors. And that is the last, uh, and the last part. Um, the amazing university and the course, I mean, my courses have about 550 students now. In, uh, I was surprised to see that, you know, a kid in Romania actually managed to, um, to influence people in 55 countries. I never imagined this. So I think everything I'm doing, everything I'm doing is tested, it's been proven. I mean, it, it got to the point where I have, I, I remember I had a woman in one of my events who said that she, she found her husband, she, he committed suicide in the house seven days before wow. she came to my event. And after she came to the event, she said, I, I had no idea what to do with my life, but now I know what I have to do. And I, you, your movie and your information gave me the power to keep on going. I never imagined. I mean, you never plan for these things in your marketing. No, definitely you know, not. I was imagining I'm going to help. I'm going to help you know young people and students, but it's people in their seventies and sixties and forties who are using this information. So it's it's totally guaranteed. It's totally refundable. If there's something you don't like, you take your money back. No no questions asked. But in 55 countries, we managed to make a really small contribution to, to the lives of people. And that to me means the world. And it's also totally affordable as well. So folks, we've got the link up at the bottom here um, for you to go in and check it out. But it's really, you know, I remember when you were creating this product and I really love that third module, which is, of course, the NASA module there, because you know that stuff and you know, know the people as well and you've studied it and you know, um, actually, I had the opportunity earlier this year for Lundy and I to go to NASA, and it really was fantastic. I mean, it was just amazing. Um, we're nearly out of time, Dragos. So I have two more questions for okay. you. And um, the, let's, let's kick off this, with this question is, what's next on your agenda, the next movie, and what else are you doing? Uh, I just finished writing my book, which gonna, will come out in 2018. And I'm launching next year in 2017. Every month, I'm going to launch an episode of my um, of my project called "Follow Your Dreams." It's it's a movie. It's a movie series. Uh, basically, I travel the world interviewing people, scientists, and uh, and New York Times bestselling authors, people like Peter Diamandis, people like um, uh, Anusha Hansari, who is the first astronaut Iranian woman yep which is to me is, is incredible you know coming from from Iran and you you managed to make your dreams happen to fly into space yeah that's pretty so I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm asking people I'm traveling to find out the answer and to, to give this message 
how do you make your dreams a reality and change the world in the process? Because the tools were not available maybe 10, 20 years ago, but the mm. information and the technology is available now that anybody who wants to make a difference can make a difference. I mean, look at us. We are just, you are in South Africa, I guess, right? Yes, I am. Yep. We're, and I'm, I'm in Hawaii and we are making this, uh, this video to inspire your audiences all over the world. Yep. And it's amazing. It's just the reality and the world is far better than we imagine. I talk yeah. about this in my, in my online course, because if you look at what the media is showing you, it's scary, but that's not the science. That's not reality. It's just a tiny frame of what they want us to see. If Absolutely. you look at the scientific data, if you look at the scientific data about the reality, we live in the best times in human history ever. The kings and queens of a hundred years ago didn't have access to what the poor people of today have access to. In the 1900s, at the beginning of the century, they didn't have phones. They couldn't travel and fly around That's the world. They had true. nothing like this. Yeah. And now yeah, if you're under the poverty line, you have a car, you have air conditioning, you have everything. And the good news, it's only getting better regardless of the horrors you see in the news. Yeah, so no excuses, folks. I have my last question for you, Dragos. Um, how the hell did you get Steve Vai on your movie? When I saw that, I was going like, oh. I met Steve Vai at NAM, which is a North American <laughs> music um, festival that they have in 2012. And then I saw him on your movie and I was like, that was a good score because I love Steve Vai. And uh, so firstly, I want to know, how'd you get him? And number two, did you get to jam with him? No, no, we just didn't, just did an interview. Oh, it was, it wasn't difficult. He came to, he came to Romania to do a, to do a concert. Right. And I just saw who is the PR lady. You know, if you do your research well, you find everything. Yep. So I, I wrote an email to his, to his PR in Romania and she, she, probably called him before she called me and she, he said yes and that was it. That's brilliant. Really good. Well done. It just shows you who you can access. I've always been blown away by, by who you can access with just a bit of flow happening. But, you know, the, the bigger the celebrity, the nicer the person. Yeah, it's so true, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. they don't really... They, they just want to... to from a Really, from a point of of love they want to make a contribution to the world so if you reach out to individuals like them yeah in a really in like in a really credible way there's no reason for them to say to say no because you are just giving a you are creating an opportunity for for them to give something to the world back and that's that's really nice yeah yeah true and uh did a great job as well dragos it's been great having you on uh our Lifestyle Entrepreneur Summit. I really enjoyed it. And folks, go and grab that product um, there, which is the links will be up for, for you and, and get to understand, you know, here's somebody who creates dreams from nothing and makes them reality. And that's something we all want to do. And you don't do it. You haven't done it once. You've done it so many times in your life and you'll do it again and again and again. And as I said to you before we started this, um, thing I'll say to you now. I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of who you are and what you give back to the world. And I just want to thank you and acknowledge you for being on our on our event tonight. Or this thank morning. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. I really appreciate you and everything you're doing as well. Yeah, cool. 
Okay, folks, we'll catch you later. Bye.